Welcome to T-Shot Girls Podcast. I'm Simone. And I'm Anne. So, just another update. We are filming um, virtually this this time, uh, so if there's any internet connections, we apologize. Um, if anything cuts out, fill in the blanks with your own imagination. I apologize that we cannot um, fix it in any way. We are not that tech savvy. But, um, so we are in day three of election night. Um, and I really don't have anything else to talk about besides the election that has been giving me utmost panic for the last three nights. Um, you know, um, one of our friends, uh, Silpa, she took this whole week off of school. So like, she's been going to class, but she took the whole week off and watched all of the Oceans movie. <laughs> she was like, I, and I was like, at least you're relaxed. And she's like, yeah, but I didn't get any work done. Um, but, you know, uh, she's relaxed, so it, it really, she said she feels loosey-goosey. Um, come here! Here she is! Aw, there's a kitty. She bigger? Yeah, she's getting bigger. Oh, okay. Um, sorry, for those of you who obviously don't see this video because we don't record video, um, my kitten popped up on the screen. Um... Yeah, well, the election is kind of crazy. So right now, the last I checked, Georgia was only being separated by 3,500 votes. There are still 18,000 votes left to count. Um, And Biden has been winning 78% of those votes. If you win, if you only round it down to 70% of the votes, then he would still win by 3,600 votes. Um, Now there will be a recount because uh, why wouldn't there be? But... Um, I never thought I would live to see the day that Georgia went blue, and I am anxiously awaiting the moment, you know? I was hoping Texas would, but it didn't. <laughs> yeah, it uh, single-handedly did not. Um, now, Arizona, it's- on the other hand, Arizona is giving me palpitations. They were blue, and now they're like, yeah, we're going to be red. We really want to get closer to being red. Arizona. Now is not the time, sweetheart. Like, we cannot do that. Because that would lose him, what, the 10 that, like, 10 or 9 that AP predicted that he would that he would gain? Or, yeah. 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 Which is a huge chunk. I think it's 11. I think it's 11 votes. 11? That's... Yeah, but if he wins Georgia, but that's, that's 16. The that's the big if. Okay, but he's only losing by 3,500 votes right now. And they still haven't called North Carolina, which at the begi- at this morning he was down by 200,000 votes, and now he's only down by 75,000. Mm-hmm. And in Pennsylvania, he was originally down, like, at the, at the start of the day, he was down by 180,000 votes, and now he's only winning by, like, 64,000. I'm Trump. sensing definitely... A lot of recounts there. It's going to be, like, worse than the 2000 election. Yeah. The big thing about Pennsylvania specifically is that they're only 80% of the way done with um, Pittsburgh and um, Pittsburgh and Philadelphia. I mean, at the time we're recording this, of course, by the time this comes out, we will have probably figured out who the election is. But, again, heart palpitations. Heart palpitations. And then the president had to go on and get on there and be like, I will go to war for this. 
Um, we will demand recounts in every state. Um, there's no way that I'm losing this bad because it's cheating and they're rigged against me. We're, we're going to fight this, like just inciting all types of violence. Um, Remember when uh, in 2016, when he was just like, you just have to accept the results. We won. And well, I, remember in 2016 and I, where he was like, if I lose, it's rigged. And we were like, only if you lose, though? Like, I'm pretty sure it could be rigged either way. Like, either way could be rigged. It doesn't necessarily mean just because you lose. And then somebody, I was watching CNN, and um, I don't remember her name, but she goes, if this is a plot by Democrats, why didn't they do better in the Senate and the House? And I was like, real, real talk, real talk, girl. Like, if this is a plot against Democrat of Democrats, why didn't they do better? Because that really does matter. I mean, even if it comes down to Biden winning, um, as I had a conversation with someone earlier about this, it gives us, like, some days of calm, but we're not going to get, like, total because of where we are right now with the House and Senate, like. Well, in the Senate, they haven't, they still haven't called five races because the five races are in the states that are, um, I, one is Alaska, so fuck Alaska, but, um, <laughs> one is, the other, I think, maybe it's not Alaska, but the other states are, like, states that they're still counting votes in, um, like Arizona, North Carolina, like, they're still waiting on those, um, so they're not calling it in the in the um, House yet, but the Senate, Democrats have control. No, in the Senate, they don't have, they haven't called it yet. In the House, they have control. Yeah. That's 40, it's like 46 to 48 with the Senate. I think it's 47 to 46. Or 47 to 40, yeah, 47 to 48. And then the house is like, uh, like two oh something to like one ninety. Yeah, and the house like Democrats have like eight seats extra, extra, more. But like, I need them to reach that two eighteen though. I'm gonna need them to reach that two eighteen. Um, I don't know if it's gonna happen though. I truly believe that once Trump is out of office, dear Lord, please let Trump be out of office. In the next 60 days. We need it. The country needs it. Amen. Um, but I, I truly believe that if Trump is out of office in 60 days, that the Republicans in the House and in the Senate are going to calm down a little bit because they're going to realize they don't, they can't make, uh, that not that somebody's going to be checking them really, but that no, their, the eyes won't be on them, so they don't have to side with the president in order to keep their seats. Well, except for if you're apparently um, Mitch McConnell. Now, I don't know if you heard about but I mean, first of all, can, I know I talk about Mitch a lot, but I feel like I could see where there are um, Republicans who have said, like, I'm willing to work bipartisan on uh, a lot of these issues, but Mitch McConnell seems to be getting, like, more and more, like, on the extreme end of, like, well, like, if I call it on, like, a scale of, like, middle to, like, Trump or whatever, he seems to be leaning more towards that Trump side. 
Um, well, as you know, Mitch McConnell is a giant turtle, but, um... Oh, who elected him again? Why did you guys do that? I know. I was really like, you elected him again? Like, the way... I mean, what? Uh, but, you know, um, they did. And, yeah, he is getting more and more, like, uh, like sharp right, more like Pence, than, um, than we would like him to be. Um, it should be noted that on the percentages of the vote, Trump and Joe Biden are tied currently if you, um, in Georgia, but that's not the point. I'm, I should get back to what I'm doing and stop looking on the internet. I mean, we're all doing that right now. Let's be honest. I just uh, keep refreshing the fresh. <laughs> yeah, but I can't believe Mr. McConnell got reelected. Like he's the worst. Um, but whatever, whatever. Um, there have been videos of armed militiamen, and by militiamen, I mean regular citizens with weapons, um, outside of the polling place of Ari- in Arizona, and uh, the, where they're counting the votes. Um, and they are they have set up a free speech zone in um, in front of the in front of the polling place. And there are just people with guns just chilling. Not that I'm, like, anti-gun, but they're, like, large weapons. Like, mm, I feel some type of way about large weapons because they're scary. And uh, I don't like being scared. I am actually just a baby. So, but they're just chilling. Just straight chilling. Um, they're, like self-proclaimed pro watcher they're gonna make sure no no shit goes down um i see here's what i don't understand okay just thinking about this though as you're describing it so a lot of what i'm reading about and hearing is states getting ready to send national guard to cities where there's like it's like almost majority like the votes go for democrats and then, like, meanwhile, I'm, like, seeing all these, like, crazy, like, people on TV um, getting ready to go to war if somehow Trump is, quote, cheated from the election in their mind. And I don't see any National Guard or anybody getting ready for them. I love your pillow, by the way. That really distracted me. But it's so oh, thank you. Um, Yeah, there's no, I mean... Mm- we always knew the government was uh, the military people go for Trump because he's like, yay guns, yay military. Like, not that the military is bad by any means, but you know, military people just go for Trump. And um, actually, my friend is married to um, a military person. I think it's in the Marines, and she is very Joe Jorgensen. She was like, Joe is the right person. Uh, She's going to bring our troops home. She's having a baby. She's, like, pregnant right now. So she really wants her husband home. Um, oh, congratulations. Yeah. She's so cute. She's six feet tall, literally an Amazon. And um, I got off track. But she's six <laughs> feet tall and literally an Amazon. Her husband is taller than her. And she wears heels all the time. And he's still taller than her. Like, she will wear, like, four-inch heels. And he's still taller than her. And she's just the cutest thing. Like, oh, she's so adorable. Um, I used to really not like her because I thought she was a bitch, but she's, I mean, now she started her own business, um, 
you know, she got married. She has, she's had the baby on the way. She's making a ton of money. She works from home. She's doing great. Um, and so whatever, but not the point. The point is, um, that military people are typically pro Trump, um, or pro Republican, uh, because yeah, but so, uh, the problem is, is that they're likely going to be on Trump, like whatever Trump decides to do. And if Trump is like, go to war with these bitches, we're going to see a lot of people die. Um, in other news, we did hit the highest, um, recorded national coronavirus cases yesterday. Um... Uh, this comes after early voting, after I expect to see another surge in a couple weeks um, with the uh, with the in-person voting. Um, I say I say all of these things like I'm actually um, a person that should be on TV. Um, it's just the way I speak. But um, like I expect, you know, like what I'm saying, like I expect things to happen. But it's, it's common. It's kind of common sense, too. I mean, if you think about it. Um... When does it tend to trend? You have to look at, well, when are times when people are most likely going to gather without, like, I mean, a care in the world. Um, with the summer, we had, like, it's easier to, like, just be outdoors and be fine with that dining work and all that. But as we got into the colder months, we saw more and, pe- more, and more people um, mingling around inside places and... I, to me, I don't know. It just doesn't seem surprising then that our numbers went up with that. Um, and like you said, now in-person voting and also thinking about the upcoming holiday. I, I can't even see, like, day because people seem to celebrate Thanksgiving for, like, a whole week-long thing. And given the fatigue people have with um, coronavirus right now, I can – I. I just see a double whammy right there. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to get really bad come January. I'm really, um, you know, trying to stock up on things, like keep my, uh, my like, fridge and freezer, like, c- stocked, um, not dipping too low, and, like, always replenishing stuff, because I think it's going to get really bad come January. Um, but I saw this really funny post that said... We've been told that we can only have six people for Thanksgiving, but 30 for a funeral. So we will be having a funeral for our pet turkey that will be dying November 26th. <laughs> um, <laughs> and in lieu of flowers, please bring a side and dessert. And I thought it was so funny. Um, so, so funny. <laughs> um, so if you see that post anywhere, it's really funny. And it's like a picture of a, of a giant turkey. Um... But yeah, with the holidays, I really do think um, shit's going to get bad. I just hope that if we do get locked down, okay. For me, my, my birthday's in January, so I always kind of end up spending it inside anyway because Chicago usually likes to dump a bunch of snow on us. Wait, when's your so birthday? January. What day? The Well, January 20th. So, the greatest gift that I can get, <laughs> if we are stuck inside, which we might be, and even if 
saying coronavirus, we usually end up stuck inside anyway. The greatest gift to me would be to not have that orange piece of up on that podium with his hand on a book to say, taking that oath of president. To not have that would be the greatest birthday gift. I will okay? pray momentarily. Dear Lord, for Anne's birthday, please give her the gift of Biden as president. Amen. My, um, my birthdays are always stressful. Every four years. Every four years. Stressful. <laughs> like the whole world's like, who's going to be president? Like he's getting sworn in today. Um, yeah, my birthday is December 17th, so I always spend it inside, too. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, you get double Christmas and... No, no. it's actually not that, because they just, they just buy me one present. They're like, birthmas. And I'm like, aw, birthmas. Hmm, so sad. I want two presents. you're getting cheated out there. (laughs) I'm getting cheated. I will, I will give you something for both of (laughs) them. Yay. Um, my menorah came today. I saw the picture. I oh, forgot yeah. to respond. Is that the one that, is that the singing one or? No, one it's not the singing with? one. It's just the one that lights up. Oh. Uh, yeah, it came today. I, it was supposed to come, I don't know, four days ago, but then I never got it. And they were like, yeah, we don't know where it went. It said it was delivered, but you clearly don't have it. And I'm like, thank you. And so they sent me another one. Oh, so you might get the other one still. Yeah, I might get the other one still. And you get two free ones. Well, you get one free one. Well, yeah, one free one. But, I mean, I hope that people get some joy this weekend. What are you doing fun this weekend? I'm in quarantine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, For those of you who forgot to mention that last time, I am in quarantine. So that's why we're doing this virtually. Um, And who knows, we might be quarantining again as of uh, recent... Got a fun email again about another case. <laughs> oh, God. Crazy. This is crazy. Um, well, I'm doing something fun. Me and um, So me and George do this thing where every other Friday we have, like, a jar um, with different date night ideas that we can do from home. Oh, my God. And so we, like, we pull one, and then we do, like, uh, every other Friday. Um, and this week we're um, doing – we're painting ceramic mugs. So – Oh, why is this so cute? I'm going to cry. <laughs> that is so cute. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh. a lot of them end up being movie nights, but uh, because I got him the, um, like, the 100, the top 100 movies thing for his birthday, we end up watching, a lot of times we end up watching a movie. But, um, yeah, every other week, date night. Just because we figured that, like, we don't spend enough time on fun, especially being stuck in the house, that we're, like, it's kind of easy to just, like, keep missing each other. Yeah. Like, and not really connecting, so now we do something every other Friday night. Um, You know, like, low cost, like, if we spend $4 on a movie, that's fine. I mean, I spent $30 on the cups and some paint, paint pens. Uh, Two weeks ago, we painted, um... We painted, like, trees on a canvas. So, yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's a really good idea. Now, I mean, we want, like, more things to do, but you can't really... There's only so much you can do in a pandemic. Yeah. uh, Like, one of them could have been, like, go to the Lincoln Park Zoo, but, you know, pandemic. So. I mean, you could try, but we don't know what's going to happen. 
we yeah we don't know what's gonna happen um but, but yeah it's fun sometimes it's just yeah sometimes it's just those little things i mean i think think we forget about the ex we're always so caught up in at least for me when i got more into social media I always wanted to plan, like, extravagant things. And then I'd do something small, and I'd be like, why didn't I think of this? This is, like, much easier to plan, nicer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's much easier to plan small things, but sometimes you you just caught, get caught up with trying to outdo the Joneses, and, yeah, I mean, but we have fun. We have fun. That's giving me ideas to do something small this weekend. It's just one thing. Yeah, do something small this weekend. You know, I saw, I saw that people have been making pillows out of, like, Dollar Tree things. Okay. So you get, like, some of the Dollar Tree, like, decorative towels. And they're double, like, they're they're double-sided. So, like, you fold it over in the middle, you just hot glue the edges and stuff it with cotton balls. And it takes about four or five bags of cotton balls, but for like, I mean, you have to, you have to have already have a hot glue gun, maybe, and, um, um, like, if you already have a hot glue gun, it's not that expensive, but hot glue guns are, like, five bucks now, and, uh, but, like, all in, like, if you have to buy the hot glue gun and the glue, um, and the decorative towel and the cotton balls, you're probably spending ten bucks, ten, fifteen bucks. Hmm. Make pillows. Yeah, I I make one for my cat. Yeah, I mean your cat likes laying on pillows. Yeah, she does. Well, now right now she's putting her face in the middle of the lamp where the light bulb is. Oh, good, but. good. Yeah, my cat likes to put her face in the candle, and we're like, okay, keep doing that. <laughs> this is why I haven't. I'm too scared to try candles with my cat. I know it's gonna result in burned whiskers. I mean, if she burns, if she burns them, that's on her. I. Girl, you you should know you. Cats are built with instincts, and fire is bad. So if she wants to go burn her whiskers, burn them. My cat seems to be did not seem to get those instincts though, because of the number of dumb things that she does, and then forgets that it's dumb. It's dumb, and then she'll do it again. Yeah, your cat is literally insane. Um. Also, I want another one. Get another one. <laughs> Get another one. Let them fight it out. My cats fight all the time. A big cat hates hates tequila. Hates her. I blame quarantine for this. Quarantine makes people want pets. And we're going to have a surge again, so maybe, like, another pet boom. Yeah, and I'm sure that they've, uh, they've gotten more pets. Like, they're always finding pets here. And then you can just adopt another one. Do you remember when people were, like, when the pandemic, like, first broke out and we were all stuck in quarantine? People were, like, just clearing out the shelters. Yeah. They were like, now's the perfect time to get a dog because I can watch it all the time. Which, really, now there's going to be a bunch of pets with separation anxiety, but... <laughs> what are you doing? Sorry, people, my cat, I can see her, and, like, as I'm talking about her, as we're talking about her, she, like, is like, oh, they're talking about me, I'm going to get their attention. She's currently ripping up papers. Well, your cat is rude. Um, your cat is rude. How's school going? Um, the nice thing about, um, remote 
learning. I have learned. It's a little bit different doing it as a teacher than as a student. But I have less papers surrounding me because we do everything virtually. That's good. Let's not kill the trees. Well, make other people kill the trees. Well, how was your actual, like, college going? Oh, I forget that happens sometimes. It's going. And are you getting good grades? I don't know. <laughs> and are you doing your work? I do do my work. Okay. As long some, as you do your work. Some professors, it's surprising, like, you would think by, like, now, but apparently some professors are still struggling with the transition to, to remote learning, which I'm just kind of like, you guys only have, like, what, three classes to teach? Like, that's not that bad compared to, like, the lower levels. We have to somehow figure out how to teach, like, the normal eight and reduce that to, like, small Zoom sessions. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of just like, professors, what, what what's going on here? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Professors are kind of like, they're a bit, bit crybaby-ish, you know? I really kind of wish I went into being a professor, like, just thinking about the time. I, I mean, like, I, I get it. Like, you've earned, you've definitely earned your place as a professor. Like, you had to earn that. But don't forget from whence you came. Um, I hope one of our listeners, listeners uh, finds that as a uh, Hamilton quote. I got <laughs> sidetracked because I started singing the rest of Hamilton. <laughs> um... Um, did no, your school did your school send out a, a a return to campus survey? SBA did uh, at the beginning of the semester. There's no way we're going to be returning to campus. Okay, I was just asking because mine sent out a survey literally like within the week that you start hearing like the surge is here, and I'm, then I get like a survey that week. Would you like to return to campus? Yeah, there's no way. I'm supposed to have one. I I'm, I'm applying a, I applied for a clinic, so I might have one per, like class in person next semester, which I really don't want to do. But um, I don't want to be in person. But if I have this one class, I have this one class. Um, but um, but for the most part, most classes aren't going in person, so. How's that go with law school? I remember last year it was not too bad, but I just feel like I don't know, you can't exactly. Uh, well, you do actually. I see your guys' text telling me about cold cold calls on Zoom. Yeah, cold calls on Zoom are not fun. Um, I definitely ignored my evidence professor when he called my name. I was like, I'm not here. Like, I just didn't answer. Um, and uh, that really bit me in the ass because he's about to be the judge for my moot court competition. Um, <laughs> it really bit me in the ass. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just kind of ignored it. Um, well, the problem was I was talking to George. And I didn't hear it until he said Freeney the second time. 
And Sage had already texted me, you got called on. And I was like, I got called. Like, I looked at my phone, then I was like, oh, shit, I got called on. And then he was like, well, does anyone want to volunteer? And I was like, but other than that, I've done my cold calls. I've done all my cold calls um, fine. I've been prepared for the rest of them. Um, so. I would just play at that point. Oh, my signal must have dropped. Well, he doesn't really believe us. He is really kind of mean. Uh, he's, yeah, he's really, like, he's fed up with all of us, like, not answering him. But we're like, you don't help us. Like, we have all of these packet problems. And he's like, if you miss a day of class, you don't know the answer to the packet problem. So all we do is packet problems. And he wants us to, like, memorize every, m memorize and be able to recall the facts of every packet problem. And so he, there's, like, hundreds of them. And we're like, we can't do that. Like, we're not... We're trying to remember the evidence rules. Like, we can't r remember all of the facts of these cases that aren't cases we've read. You're just saying, hey, like, um, John Jones got in a uh, in a murder, but he said so-and-so, uh, he told so-and-so he was going to murder, but that other person wants to come in and say that he told so-and-so is that murder. Is that hearsay? Like, I'm not going to remember that. So it sounds like he's one of those who thinks that somehow we can translate in what we did in person perfectly to, to Zoom, and it, it just does not work like that. I don't know how people did it in person, to be honest with you. Um, I should have taken the other evidence class. I should have fucking taken it. But I didn't want to be in the evening. I am now regretting my choices. There's a lot of flaws in his plans, too. Like, Honestly, the whole absent thing, there's just way more to consider now that you guys are remote. I mean, first of all, um, the obvious one, like, connection issues. Um, and then it's also just, like, fatigue is real. Fatigue with this is very real. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, like, yesterday our internet just died. Like, just straight up was like, we're not working anymore. And I was, so I was in class and I was like, well, what am I supposed to do about this? Because I, the internet stopped working completely. Like it wasn't connected to our phones. Our TV wasn't working, like died. I mean, what was I supposed to do? Which is what we're concerned about, like the moot court competitions. Like what if you're signal goes out in the middle of a moot card competition are they going to pause and be like oh you can resume your time like what is, what are they going to do I don't know I don't know man I don't know and it's not exactly that one's hard because it's not exactly like you could record your argument mm -hmm. yeah because there's they like ask you questions like in the middle of it that's, that's what really made me quit. I was just like, what is this? I don't do this. It's not, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's when you are me and like had forgotten the facts of the case and then you were like saying stuff, that was bad because he would be like, actually in the record, doesn't it say this? And I was like, shit, shit. I was like, it did. I'm sorry. Um, so I'm not, 
looking forward to my grade on that. The other one, the first one I got a 98 on. This one I'm not about to get a 98 on. Um, uh, it's it's a sad day. A sad day. I'll still hire you as my lawyer. It's okay. Um, I mean, I mean, oh God. Uh, the the truth of the matter is, like, not every time you do an oral argument is it going to be great. Uh, it's it's not the biggest of deals. Um, my grades in the class are fine. Like, um, I mean, we don't. He he's like behind on grading. So like, it's you know you know how like writing is the only class that you actually kind of get grades in. Uh, he our teacher though works a full time job, has a whole life. Like so, he's his main concern is not. He's like uh, judging a moot court competition this week. So his main deal is not grading our papers. So, um. Yeah, whatever. Oh, wow. I remember last year was, like, a big ordeal. We'd have to go to her office and all that. Yeah, like, he has office hours, but he's like, he's like, look, y'all, you have to schedule. Because he works. Yeah. But he's cool. He's cool. I'm glad you got a good professor this time for for writing, because I'm completely aware of your situation last year was crazy. Yeah, he emailed us once, and he was like, hey, y'all, I'm having a really bad mental health week, so can we just, like, move your oral arguments to next week? And we were like, yeah, sure, whatever. I literally hate professors like that. I wish more would do that so that students can, you know. Yeah, so I feel more comfortable saying, hey, I'm having a bad mental health week. Uh, yeah, so I definitely, yeah, he's, he's great. Um, now I botched my oral argument, but he was, he was great. And in the middle, he was like, I didn't hear a request to, um, uh, to recover your time. And I was like, damn it. I know I'm supposed to do that. But also in my brief, I didn't request, uh, oral arguments and I fucking hate myself. But he hasn't graded it yet. So I probably did really bad on that. It was absolute shite. Shite. It can't even, not even shit. Shite. Anyway. Like how you're looking off in the distance, like flashbacks are coming. <laughs> I can read when people are thinking about that stuff. And <laughs> yeah. Your face is just like the definition, you know, when you see it like, in, you know, TV shows or whatever when they like do the fade away into like a past memory as like they zoom in on someone's face. That's like what I saw right now. <laughs> yeah, I really that was not my finest work. Um, the first the trial brief I got an 89 on, which I'm not happy with, but it was fine. And then this one I really don't expect to make a 70. Like it was bad. It was real bad. Um, like, I wrote it while I was sick, and then I didn't tell him, and I'll, he was like, and I know that if I would have just told him that I was sick, he would have been like, fine, you can have an extra day, but I, I don't do that, so. It's crazy. What interesting things have your second grader said? There was a debate today, and I knew this was going to happen, about um, the election, 
and one of my kids was like, why do you want Biden? He wants to raise our taxes. And my favorite quote from one of my students was that sums it up perfectly. Um, do you even know what that means? <laughs> Me? Do you even know what that means? You're eight. Like, what the fuck? Right. Like, first of all, what taxes do you have? Second of all, you're just quoting your parents. Third, um, that's probably not the case for your family because you probably fall within that category. Uh, they are uh, rich Catholics. Be careful now. They probably do fall within that category. Well, for them, they are more of they're they're in the blue collar industry. Oh, okay. so they're those those you know those weird Trump supporters who clearly the people who vote with them have like obviously that's true on the. Uh, Democrats, so I'm not going to lie, um, people who do not have the interest of everybody that they should. Um, but it's very clear when it comes to um, Trump's side. Um, he's very into the talk part of economics and saving the economy, but um, does not seem like it's happening. So I'm just kind of just like with those people, I'm always like... Oh yeah, like when he says he had a great economy until Democrats shut it down, I'm like, sir... You put us in a national emergency. Do you forget that? That's what shut down the economy. The national emergency. Well, see then that see that's why I I struggle with kids like that because it's just like you are just quoting your parents, and first of all, you have no idea what that even means. How did this come up? How did oh how did it come up? Because they uh I mean. It's kind of unavoidable when you're a kid. Um, they all were, like, curious about it. Like, who's the new president? And I'm just like, we don't know yet. Um, and then, of course, one kid, like, asks, like, who did you all vote for? And I was like, ah, here it comes. Um, did you tell them? They didn't ask me. They asked each other, which was very funny. Because I'm like, well, none of you all are voting because you're seven. Uh, seven and eight. They're like, none of you are voting. You're a seven-year-old. Oh, um, I saw a TikTok where a guy was like, <laughs> they had an election day, like, in the school, and he's like, yeah, I deal with, like, literally third graders, but fine. And <laughs> he would, like, he would, he was just giving, like, uh, things from each platform, and he was like, if you're on this, he's like, go to this side if you think this, and go to that side if you think this, and it was, like, platform points. And he was like, most okay. of them overwhelmingly picked Democratic platform points. And, like, when they told him, like, what was Democrat, like, they all freaked out because they were like, no, my my mom's going to kill me. And, like, at some point, they like, a kid had gotten, like, uh, vote Biden written on his arm. And he was like, I got to get this out. My mom's going to kill me. And I was like, <laughs> I love teachers that make a difference. So I want to know something very spooky. I heard the kindergarten class um, on my Zoom yesterday because some of my friends, my little friends in my class, have uh, kindergarten siblings who are doing remote learning. And I could hear them doing a mock election. Um, that was, what was that? That was actually Tuesday, right? Tuesday. Um, and I could hear the kindergarten teacher say when she tallied up their votes she was like 47 percent of you voted for uh trump 
and the other 50 whatever percent voted for Biden. And I remember thinking like, wow, that's like really split. And then like the same thing happened on Tuesday so night. So I was just like, you're like, shit. The kindergartners predict all. Oh. The kinder, the five year olds predicted it. Uh, yeah, that's something. I, I really think they should not have elections in like I don't know elementary that, school. That's what I say because they don't. They're just repeating what their parents say, and I say that again for both sides because, like, to under like politics isn't just like something. That's not like where it's like, oh, I prefer the color purple over the color. Like, no, there's a there's a lot that goes into that. Um, and it, when a kid doesn't understand it, and they learn just to repeat their parents, it kind of like as I've learned over time, kids like that end up just kind of falling into like this really cultish um, mindset as they get older, as far as their politics will go. Like very stubborn, unwilling to be flexible or like change theirs at all um because it's kind of just been indoctrined in them yeah like i really hope to raise children that um are free thinkers and can think for themselves and like paint a, a picture for them early and say like this is what this is and this is what that is and, like um now instill in them that you know people over money all the time but um i mean let them decide for themselves if they grow up and want to be republicans i guess fine but like rude but i guess fine <laughs> i was very proud of at least the, the one student just hearing him say not just that i'm biased but actually like going at this student who was just repeating what obviously he heard at home and asking him like do you even know what that means to me that was a sign of the kid who leans more towards the free thinking side because that questioning part when you hear kids questioning mm -hmm. like that yeah, and, and to have that much awareness at, like, eight, you know, right. to be like, you don't even know what that means. Now, he's probably going to get bullied. He's probably going to get bullied. Like, in this in this Catholic school, he's probably going to get bullied, but... I want to say to the, the people who tried, good luck. This kid is, like, so smart. He will drop you on, his, on your ass, and it's so funny to watch sometimes. I don't, I don't know. That's fun. That's fun. Eight-year-olds are cute. They repeat what their parents says sometimes. I want them to be free thinkers, but yeah, I'm really afraid of the new generation being super Republican, like, you know, like the eight-year-olds, the nine-year-olds. Um, I mean, not that Republicans are bad, but I thought we were moving towards, a, like, they'll be Trump Republicans, not Republican Republicans. So... Uh, and yeah. That's the thing. It doesn't really come down to, like, it's not just that I'm looking at your party. I'm looking at your views, and your views are really messed up as far as. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I don't really have anything else to talk about. How long is this? Uh, I think, um, oh, obviously, yeah, whatever yeah. we said now, like you said, it's going to change anyway by the time we we log out of here. Yeah. I'm going to literally turn this off and go back to the news because I am a glutton for punishment. So, um, well, anyway, this has been the Two Shot Girl Podcast. 
really thanks for listening everyone we really appreciate those of you who listen um and we love you because there's not enough love in this world also if you want to follow us on our social medias we would appreciate it it is uh facebook.com slash two shy girls and twitter and face nope i'm missing one twitter at two shy girls what is our other social media oh god you're asking me facebook isn't that i've always had it down as facebook oh gosh oh gosh this is embarrassing (laughs) facebook oh gosh it is facebook it is not facebook i said facebook already no i said facebook already well i did i was not aware i knew facebook twitter i didn't if we have an instagram that is news to me youtube YouTube. Oh, that's this not like earlier media. when I couldn't think of the word plaintiff. And I was like, YouTube is social media. I was literally, I was literally like, somebody had texted me the word. Uh, she was like talking about an essay, and, I, and she said you have to find if the P's. And I was like, what does P stand for? And I knew it. I was like, it's the opposite of defendant. It's not petitioner. Uh, it's uh like. I was like, it's not prosecutor. What the heck does P stand for? It was plaintiff. I just really couldn't think of the word plaintiff. I had to Google it. I feel so ashamed. Think of the word plaintiff. I had to Google it. All of that to say, please follow us on our YouTube at Two Shy Girls.